I am well, and I'll tell you what, I'm ready to go. I don't know about you. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I think maybe so. I'm ready to go. Uh, this old world, man has made a mess of it. Just a total mess. Everything that's going on. And as we even look at that, but I, w- I want to remind you, um, get ready to go. Pack your bags. Don't hang on to anything that this world has to uh, try to entice you with or hang on to. Uh, Job chapter 14, verses 1. You can just kind of look at all this stuff, and it'll be kind of gruesome, but uh, if your hope is in man, if your hope is in this world, this life, then this is what you get. Man that is born of a woman is full of days and full of trouble. I mean, everywhere we look now is trouble, just constant trouble. Life is full of problems over and over and over. Nobody seems to have an answer. I've mentioned it to you before. You know, you, you turn on O'Reilly and they'll argue for an hour a night for 365 days a year, and they never solve a problem. Just constant problems. Yes, I'm right. No, yes, I'm right. And they yell at each other. Nothing gets done. It's just kind of the way it is. It's what's going on here. Uh, life's just totally full of problems. The definition of tribulation is a pressing together. It's pressure. And uh, you can even sense it in our nation. You can even sense it and see it on folks' face. Job 5.7 says, Yet a man is born unto trouble. Unto trouble, unto pressure, a pressing together, and the sparks fly upward. And you can see that. There's contention everywhere. Trouble means toil, wearisome, exhausting, is it not? And this world is exhausting. There just doesn't seem to be any hope outside of the blessed hope for this world. Isaiah says this, for our transgressions, now this is what has caused this, man has caused this, humanity, for our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us, for our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them, we do, and transgressing, we lie against the Lord, departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, Conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Judgment is turned away backwards. I mean, anything that was right is now backwards. This is what life looks like now. Truth has fallen. That which was pure and that which is clean is mocked, no longer loved. Everything is backwards. It's crazy. Judgment is turned away backwards. Justice standeth afar off and truth has fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Yes, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil, which is supposed to be you and I, maketh himself a prey. You're going to be hunted down. Yeah. Took a while. It's the truth, is it not? I am reading you the truth. I mean, all you got to do is pay attention a little bit. You can't zone out that much in this nation. I mean, you've got to see what's going on. And all this can be so worrisome. It can wear you out. Um, but there's more sad stuff. 2 Timothy 3.1 says, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Perilous. Things going on now that I never thought I'd ever see or hear. It's unbelievable to think of what's been going on. Perilous means harsh, fierce. Fierce things going on, savage things. 
You can watch it on the YouTube, the poor guy getting his head cut off. Savage, fierce, perilous times. We're in them. Beheadings on TV. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. You see what that's listed with. You think just giving your mother and father a rebellious hard time being disobedient is a, like a light little thing. Man, God listed as an awful thing. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affections. That's what we got going on. Truce breakers, I swear. Remember when I told you when I was uh, uh, drafted into down there when you got a, what's that called when they call you, you have to go for a judge or a court or jury duty, thanks, you got a senior moment. And then I was like the, the head of it where I had to swear them in, remember that? And what was missing? There was no Bible. I'm asking a crook to swear on his name that he didn't do this. And this all comes from this kind of stuff. Truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, without self-control. There's no self-control. Everything is insane, spinning out of control when you back off from God. Despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pressure, pleasures more than lovers of God. What's that one stupid thing? And I couldn't believe it must fell off my couch. when, You know, the, the, all that survivor stuff is dumb. If you like it, those... Those Kardashians and all that real whatever, that is about the dumbest thing man has ever come up with. But they go further. Now it's um, naked and afraid, where you're out in the woods and you're, you're naked, trying to survive. Now they have uh, called naked and dating. It's on your TV. Oh, yeah. You remember when Adam um, did that series against all kind of rock music and we brought all the trash in and burned it and even the fire people came? Remember all that? We're going to be having a collection of TV soon. We really are. There's really not a whole lot. You're gonna, this, is what, this is the end of man. This is what we do. This is what man goes. They go further and further, deeper and deeper into filth, and you and I are now living in this. Second Peter says, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lust. This means walking after their own. People have a clear moral problem, and they don't care. They just don't care. And then there's this group of people, especially if you're in the church. I'm sure you've been introduced to this fine group. For such are false apostles deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. John, you got to know your word. Therefore, it is no great thing if the minister also be transferred, and the minister of righteousness, who the end shall according to their works. We've got all these false gospel churches, false Christ, all this stuff running around in the midst of all this crazy stuff. And not only that. How do you like this service? <laughs> yeah, hang in there. Then there's this group. David said, yes, oh yes, oh yes. My own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. You ever been betrayed? So is Christ. 
by his friend, the one he ate with. So David himself is saying, yes, oh, and my, it's in spite of all that the world's doing, all the filth that they're doing, which is horrible, and then you get pierced through with your own familiar friends, not to mention children going haywire, debt, bills, overdue notice, car accidents, aging parents, cost of living, job security, layoffs, divorce, heartaches. Have you had enough? Isn't it true? This is, this is life. This is it. You want to stay here? You want to sign up for another 65 years of this? You want to be a Methuselah? God help me. I'm ready to go. I don't care what kind of year the Steelers are going to have. I don't care if the Bengals beat the Steelers. I don't care anything about it. I'm ready to go. I don't care about the Buckeyes. I don't care about your Buckeyes. I don't care about anything. Let's just get out of here. Hey, look, look at me. I'm going. Whether you don't believe this, I'm getting out of here. Whether it's just because I'm getting old or whether God's going to come back soon, I'm going. I'm not going to be left behind. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you betrayed me. I don't care if you lie on me. I don't care if you die on me. I'm going. Hey, you got to have this attitude. I'm not talking about ungodly attitude. You've got to realize I'm on my way to heaven. No matter how dark, how bleak, how bad, how sad, I'm on my way to heaven. And there's going to be eight of us, just like the other, when we walked in the ark. This is true. Are you determined to go to heaven? Good Lord. I, Psalmist says this, my heart is sore pained within me, and mine is. I get sick in my heart when I think of what's happened to our nation. What's happened, it's, it's like as if, I know it's not impossible with God, and I don't know what God is going to do, but it's like our nation has crossed the point, crossed the line, the tipping point. There's nothing a man can do. There's not a sermon he can do, a song he can sing. There's not an evangelist that God can rise up. It's going to have to be God and God alone if he wants to. And he could. There could be great pockets of revival. What is he going to do with the whole nation? I don't know. But the psalmist said, My heart is sore pained within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are coming upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Well, check it out. God has given me wings. I, I don't care if it comes by death, if it comes by rapture. I'm going to fly away from this stuff. And I'll tell you what, they can have it. They can do what they want. They can shoot at each other. They can despise this, mock that, scoff that. I'm on my way to... Are you? I don't know. I hope so. Revelation 19 says this. Now look at all that nonsense. Okay, now you can shift it over to loving and serving God. So you can take this first half I just read, or you can take this stuff. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. I kind of like that. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. I like that. His eyes were as flames of fire, and his head were as many crowns, and he had names written on him that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture, vesture dipped in blood. I like that. I like what I'm reading here, and his name is called the Word of God. I love that. I want to go there. Now, you guys have turned 
Presbyterian or something on me. What's the matter with you guys? Are, are you going to heaven? I don't know. How, how, how are you going to enter heaven? I know it because I'm a nodder. You, you go out there and you say, you know, I could be sitting out there and it'd be Adam or someone else up here, and I know I'll be going. But what's the matter with just letting it know? I've asked God, I'm behind that cross, and I'm saying, God, you know me. I ain't this kind of guy. But, Lord, I want to bring them good news. I want them to get stirred that they're on their way to heaven, and we're going to leave this nonsense behind. No matter what happens, I don't care if you go to the doctor tomorrow, and guess what? I'm going, and he gives you some horrible report. What are you going to go to do? No, do something else so I don't go to heaven. We're insane. We are. And I'm, I'm talking about me because we just are. I mean, his call is wor the word of God. And armies which are in heaven follow him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Oh, I just want to see him white and clean again. Filth everywhere. Filth in everything. And out of his mouth go a sharp sword. And with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. I can't wait. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. I can't wait till God pulls himself from the table, rolls up his arms, and starts stamping out the wickedness and the unrighteous and the ungodly and those who mocked his name. I can't wait for that. I'm going to be behind him going, yeah, take that. There you go. I am. Carol and I are. PJ. And who else? Look, you got to get a little bit of an attitude sometimes. This world is bad. What is keeping you? What is This world is awful. Now, look, I'm going to take my cuts like my dad always told me. You go up to that plate, you take your cuts. You strike out, great, that's fine. You come back without swinging, I'm going to kick you in the backside. It's the way. I mean, when I was little, and I'd take my cuts, and he did his word. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to take our cuts. But look, don't be just like the chicken in a chicken coop, just looking down, oh, me, oh, my, this is horrible. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We've got to get a grip. God has told us for eons that it's going to happen like this, that this is what's going to happen, that they're going to persecute you, hunt down, thinking they're doing a, a work for God. That's what they're doing now. And God says what? Be of good cheer. I've overcome this crazy world. And, and, and this is what exactly we are seeing. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written King of kings and Lord of lords. My God does. He's going to look bad. I don't know what he's going to look like, but he's going to look bad. And I'll tell you what, I'm going. I'm on my way to heaven. I don't care who bails out on me. I don't care what they say about I don't care who stops coming. I'm going. I'm going. How many times my heart gets run through with a knife, a fork, a sword, whatever happens, I'm going. I'm going. Revelations 21.4 says, And God... Listen to this. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. That alone is going to be awesome. When you're standing there, we're going, and you can hardly hold it together. And he's saying, my son, don't worry about it. I've made everything perfect and clean. He's going to wipe them away. 
all the grief, all the heartaches, all the years of disappointments and failures, and on and on and on. Going to be, won't even be, won't even be a memory. Isn't that awesome? I can't wait. I can't wait for God to wipe away all the tears from my eyes. Listen to this, it gets even better. And there shall be no more death. No more winding down, no more seeing the heart sick body waste away. No more, more looking at what used to be your aunt or your dad or whoever. God says, I won't take care of that. You just hang in there and you just believe in me and you keep serving me. You keep taking your cuts because I got it all lined up. You're not going to be crying and you're not going to be dying. That's what God says. You have reason to rejoice. Let's all go to Cracker Barrel and get Sunday chicken. Just blow the place out. <laughs> and let's all pray together at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Look at this. Here's another cool one. Neither shall there be any more pain. Pain. I was good for about, I wasn't good at all yesterday playing golf, but I was feeling good for about 11 holes until one swing I had and went, oh, kind of messed up the whole day. God's going to, there's not even going to be that there. There's not going to be an up, and there's not going to be an oh, and there's not going to be oh, none of that. Absolutely none of that. And I still, and I always remember my dad's words when I climbed up on the bed and said, Pap, are you sure you understand what's going on? Because I want to make sure that he was sure. And he said, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I thought, oh, my gosh. How awesome. Totally awesome how God has set this up. He knew what was going to fall apart amongst us. He knew man's inability to keep everything juggling and all the dishes going. Couldn't do it. It's going to crash and crash. Morality has crashed. Family has crashed. Christianity is crashing. The government, they were long down the road. And God says, no problem. I'll wipe away your tears. You're going to have no more death. You're going to have no more sorrow. Nor there's going to be any more crying, and guess what? There's not even going to be any pain. Now, which one of you are going to choose man's way? All the junk that I read before that I kept telling myself, if I don't go through this fast, they'll be so depressed they won't hear. They won't listen because it is, isn't it? What man, it's, yeah, it's just horrible what man has done. But God and it can be so screaming and so loud in our natural senses that we forget what God is saying. God's letter, he's saying, hey, I'm coming. And by the way, I'm coming for you. And give me a few more, however long, because he said, I'm making you a place. It's going to be awesome. And not only that, he goes, hey, where I am, you can be. Are you crazy? Are you going to say, no, excuse me, Pastor, can I take those papers? Can I pick them up? I'm going to live like that. It's just insane. Revelation 21, 7 says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. You might say, well, I don't have that ability to hang in there. How many times have I got to tell you? It's not about you. It's about God. It's about God. He does it. Remember the straw man on the Wizard of Oz? How many times have we used him? 
No backbone? He, what did he want? Backbone or something? And he was just all, that's us without God. And God says, you'll make it. You'll be all right. Just keep walking. It, God does it. Not you. You don't believe that. If you believe it, say amen, shout, do something. Jeez. Yeah, you don't know what you put a guy through up here. Ask him. Ask who sings music and where's Rod? Where you at, Rod? Well, first advice I told Rod was don't look at him. Don't look at him, just play. <laughs> and I'm just as bad when I'm out there. It's like I don't know what happens to me when I sit down. I go, it's nuts. I'm not talking about a fake raw, raw, because that's what I was telling God. I, said, God. I don't like cheerleading. I'm not a cheerleader. But God, this stuff is true. We have a hope. We have an excitement, an anticipation. We've got a future. They don't. Now, we'll keep throwing the net. We're not going to despise them and say, no, no, no. We're going to keep throwing the net. But I'm telling you, I'm going. If I get them all here and there's 200 fish, and I go, yay. And as I pull them in, 200 go out the back door. That's, that's been Ruth and my life since we've been in this thing called church. Oh, Ruth, oh, yeah, but it's insane. It's crazy. It's a crazy life. But God says, he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Oh, my gosh. How cool would it be, ladies, when you walk up there and you're in the vicinity of God, and he wants you, and he goes, hey, daughter. Oh, be called daughter by God, almighty God. Jesus Christ. How about my inheritance? Romans 8, 17 says, and if children, I am, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, and we are somewhat now, that we may also glorify together. I'm going to be glorified together. It will explain that, that glorify. I don't know. I just want it. I'm going to be glorified together with God. I don't care what it does. If he makes my hair white as war, I don't care what he does. All I want to be is glorified together with God. And I'm going. I, I, I'm going. Okay, all you HTV house hunter folks, check this one out. And there'll be 12 gates there. 12 huge pearls. And every several gate was one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. Gold as asphalt. Gold. You want a driveway? We'll send you over some gold. Transparent as glass. This is my place. Listen real close. You might hear hammering and sawing. Is that silly? Can you back that up with Scripture? Bingo. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I'd tell you. So God is telling us, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And you're going to say, well, if I, if I hear hammers and saws, it means I'm going to die soon. So? If you don't hear hammers and saws, you can have this. Sparks fly upward. 
Isn't it true? I'm trying to just make a point, maybe over and exaggerate, how this world has nothing for us. Nothing for us. And I don't know because maybe it's just, just getting older. It all happened when I got the Medicare card. I don't know what happened. <laughs> all I know is like I'm ready. I, seriously, there's too much heartache to handle. Oh, there's just too much sadness, too much heartache, too much stupidity. It, there, it is. It's just stupid what things are, people do. And he says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, get this deep theology. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be. I know it's bittersweet at times when we lose loved ones. I know that. But it's way more sweet than bitter. I mean, I've had to do two funerals not that long, one for Rita and one for Bob. Where's the one for Bob? And I told him, hey, these were easy funerals, easy. Two saints that lived a, a long life that battled a bad disease but loved God. Easy. Easy to see the body that held them prisoners and captives lose. And they went to heaven. God opened up the door of the jail and out they went. Beautiful red hair for Rita. And Bob's up there with probably a white pearl guitar. Absolutely. They, this is why. Revelation 22, 1 says this, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as a crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of that street of it, and on the other side of the river, I was there, the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of nations. Man, that's the only thing that's going to work with the healing of nations. Jeez, there's so much hate. Look at this one. Look at this one here. And there shall be no more curse. Oh, it's toilsome under that curse of sin. Cursed is the ground. Cursed is this by the sweat of your brow. Curse because of our stupidity not to just simply love God. And God said, hey, there's coming a day. I'm taking that curse off. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I will be light as a feather. What does uh, Scrooge, what does Scrooge say? Remember when Scrooge comes to himself? I'm as giddy as a lad. I'm light as a feather. That'll be me. You'll be stunned. You'll be shocked. You say, is that our pastor? <laughs> That's the truth. How can you not be? How am I going to be cool in heaven, Jesus? <laughs> Holy Ghost. Ruth be running around going, Jesus, Holy Ghost, oh my. I'm going to be going. Come on. That's one awesome thing that I will be changed. Thank God for that. Oh, thank you, Lord. So he says in Revelation, by the way, listen, guys, no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, which is us. Listen to this. And they shall see his face. Your reader saw his face. Can you imagine that, Glenn? Saw his face. You and I. Depends what paper you want. 
Revelation 22, 12 says this, And behold, I come quickly. I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right of the tree of life. That's me. I have right to it. Now, listen, and may enter in through the gates into the city. I'm going to enter in. I'm going to be walking in. I'm going to be saved. It was worth it all. It's going to be absolutely outstanding. And if you want a pious, dry, no joy religion, I don't know what corner of heaven that's going to be in, but I don't want to be there. I don't. I don't because I am kind of a low-key person. You can ask anybody that really knows me. I am the break and the conservative and the nodder. And I just want to be pumped to serve God. I just want to go. I want to leave. Most of you don't. doesn't seem like it. Because you're, you're running through your mind. All these things you want to hang on to. What things? Well, you look at me and you say, well, what about Luke and Isaac? Well, <clears throat> excuse me, they're gone. We're making sure of that. I'm going to have mine forever. Seriously, this is what, do your job and always say, let's go, God, let's go. Because I'll tell you what, the Bible says this in Revelation 22, 17, and the spirit and the bride say, come, get us out of here, God. I mean, you wanna, you've got some darling, beautiful little children that have been born, one close to being born, one just born. The best thing for them is for them to open up their little eyes and be in heaven. The first thing they see is Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Lord, didn't you just put me in his womb? Yeah, but welcome home. Why not? You want them to try to make the football team and hear all the cursing and all the various things that go on? And the Oh, please. Spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is a thirst, come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Freely. Man, you've got to do this. Now, look, here, here's the part where I am. And maybe it has to do more some with age because your body just lets you down. Just can't. And golfing with my cousin, I'm 65, he's 64. We did everything together. In each other's marriage, and we were running around together, and all when we were young and everything, and now we're going, ooh, and, ah, and all that stuff together. It's crazy. He's got less hair than I do. He does. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, and he's, getting, he's either close to the Lord or, or he is. I haven't figured it out. He lives hundreds of miles away from me, so I get him out here when I can. I keep praying for him. His name is Chuck. He says, look, and it says this. Oh, I lost my place. There it is. For here, here's where I am. For we know that if our earthly house... This tabernacle were dissolved. We have a building of God, built by God, handmade by God. Some of you guys are awesome, what you can do with your hands. Take a tree and you cut it into slabs of wood or something, and next thing you know, your wife's sitting in a rocker. 
mean, it's just amazing what you could do. But God says, I am going to make you. You're going to have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. I am. This is what I have. This is the benefit I have of being 65 over someone that's five. I'm 60 years closer than you. All things being normal. For in this we groan. Do you find yourself groaning and sighing more over this world, over the direction, over life, over laws, over decisions? What? Oh, God. And it's true. It's the spiritual condition. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. I'm at that point. I am. 2 Corinthians 5, 4 says this in the King James. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. We are. Who knows what you're going to... I mean, uh, before I came over here, I thought, well, here we go. Every time I do, I click on Fox and we'll see what that front page says. Who knows what's going to happen? Today, 6.0 earthquake in San Francisco area, California. I got a son out there in L.A. It's like, gee, fires there and power outings over there. You just never know what you're going to see or happen. What, for that, we are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened burden because people just don't want to serve God or turn to God. Not for that which would be unclothed, but clothed upon that morality might be swallowed up of life. That mortality might be swallowed up of life. New Living says this because I botched that up. While we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. Oh, death, where's thy sting? Oh, grave, where's thy victory? Nothing. Nope. We buried two folks this week, two people that loved God. The score on the scoreboard is God two, grave zero. Grave lost. They lost. I want to go to heaven. And it would be it would be great right now if God pulled up all these buses and said, Who wants to go? We would just go. What what would is there to stay for? What reason do you have to hang around? Now I know that we're still called to do a job, try to win souls and all that kind of stuff. We haven't been doing very good at that. There hasn't been much Christianity on a decline in the, the northern hemisphere. Churches are closing. Pastors are quitting. People are walking away from church because I think the church is no longer eagles flying in heaven. will become chickens just scratching the ground, looking down, sighing, woeing, forgetting that we're on our way to heaven. I'm on my way. God, someday... I'm going to look into the face of Jesus. Soon. I am. Soon. No, look. I have no diseases. I have been told nothing. As far as I know, everything's functioning. So this is not a farewell, dear John. I'm trying to tell you, you and I, 
are going to be looking in the face of Jesus. Man, those that deny Christ and, and run a sword through you, Lord, please help them, but don't let that stop you. Keep your eyes upon God because He's coming. He's building a place. He loves you so much. He's building a place for you to live so you can live with Him. How awesome is that? What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When He takes me by the hand and leads me, me, to the promised land. I hope we run to it. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, I don't. Glory, stand. We're going to belt out that old hymn. We're going to put it on the screens. It's a short hymn. Our band's going to come up, follow it up with something. You want to just come and give God praise and glory. You want to lay on your face and pray, that's fine. If you've been living after those pages, man, give up on them. Forget man's ways. He's not going to get any better. Bible tells us man gets worse. He gets worse. Serve God. It gets so much better. You got it? Fire it up. Let's see it. Turn it up.